This episode of The 7-Minute Mentor is brought to you by Captivate.fm, the home of the serious independent podcaster. With a unique toolkit dedicated to helping you to grow and monetize your podcast audience, you should get started today and take seven days on us for free at Captivate.fm. The 7-Minute Mentor. Build your business in just seven minutes per day. Brought to you by Excellence Expected, where entrepreneurs come to excel. Yo, 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 how you doing? This is Mark Asquith, and this is episode 20 of The 7-Minute Mentor from all of us fine folks here at Excellence Expected. And today, I'm going to talk to you about how many calls to action you should be putting in your emails to your email list. Before I do that, I'm going to remind you that I gave away some really cool stuff. I give away gadgets and technology. I give away event tickets and books and all sorts of cool stuff, really things that just help you in your entrepreneurial and podcasting journey. And I give them away every single month. So if you want some, head to excellence-expected.com forward slash VIP. And remember as well that every single Friday at four o'clock UK time, which is 11 a.m. Eastern and 8 a.m. Pacific, I just give away free coaching. Literally, you, me, the amazing, excellence expected community just answering your biggest business questions, helping you define, challenge, and conquer the thing that's really stopping you and holding you back. So I'd love to see you on that session. If you want any of the replays of those free coaching sessions or you want to be notified of any of the resources that I mention or that I create to do with that free coaching or if you just want to jump on a session with us, head to excellence-expected.com forward slash free coaching. Okay, email lists, vital to your business, especially your online business. I think we all know that by now. You know, it's something that when you read blogs, when you read books, when you listen to podcasts, when you look at case studies, everything really tells you to build this email list. And that's all right. That's great. You know, and there's a massive industry and a massive sort of thought process and learning process around email marketing. So many best practices, so many to-dos, so many yeses, so many no's, so many things that you should be trying or not trying. The truth is with email marketing, a lot of it comes down to testing, to trial and error, to figuring out what works and what doesn't work, to figuring out where you can go with this, figuring out what your audience wants, when they will open things, when they will click on things, the kind of things that resonate with them. And, you know, I've tried all sorts of different methods. I've tried short form content. I've tried long form content and, you know, they all seem to fit for different purposes like sales emails. I've had much better responses from longer emails and things like webinar reminders and registration emails have been a lot better when they've been shorter. So there's no real right or wrong in email marketing. Certainly no hard and fast rules when it comes to what works and what doesn't. Yes, there's proof in results, but everyone's audience is going to be different. So that's the one thing to remember. So when it comes to calls to action, the same kind of rule applies. Now, let's just be really clear on what a call to action is inside an email. A call to action is a click here to do something. Click here to register. Click here to check out the page. Click here to buy. Click here to reply to me. Click here to leave this email and do something else positive. That's what a call to action is inside an email. That can be an image. It can be a text link. 
It can be a bullet item. It can be an inline call to action, or it can be on its own line and centered like I make them to make it really stand out. But the question is, how many calls to actions should you put in your emails to your email list? Well, it depends. It depends. For example, if you are asking someone to read a digest of your content, then as many links as you need to link out to the relevant content. So if you're saying, look, here are the last seven episodes of The 7-Minute Mentor, you would put a link to the last seven episodes. You would do seven links. If you're rounding up your month's blog posts and there's four blog posts or two blog posts, you would put two links or four links respectively. So that's like an email digest. If you're trying to sell something or you're trying to get someone to register for something, then it's your job. This is where it becomes different. It's your job to really focus their attention. Really focus their attention. So you need one simple call to action. And depending on the length of the email, if it's a longer one, repeat that call to action on its own line very clearly, but it's one call to action. It's not go to this link or this link. It's go to this link. And then again, after another 300 words, it's go to this link, which is the same link as last time. Oh, again, here's that link. I prefer one call to action, if I'm honest. In anything that, that, that people need to take action on to register or to purchase from, I prefer one call to action because it galvanizes what that action step should be. It really clears up that there is no mistake to be made. Here is what you can do next to take that action. So I think that's very important. So just to kind of recap that, if you're doing a, di a digest or a roundup or a summary, or it's a welcome email in an automated sequence that's guiding people around, and it's not a transactional, it's not go register for this or go and buy this or go and check out this product. If it's a roundup of content or something that is digesting content, you can have multiple calls to action. But if you want someone to take really super clear action to register or to buy or to reply to you for one particular thing, just have one call to action, have it on its own line and be super clear about what that person can expect when they click on that link. Be really clear. When you click this link, you will get the webinar registration date. You will get the flow of the webinar. You will get all of the information. Click here to register for the webinar and secure your seat. Now, the words click here, if you're talking to web designers and so on, and we can talk semantics on that, in web, Links should be a little bit more contextual, and we'll talk about that on another session. But for emails, make it super clear. Click here to do this, and here's what you can expect if you do do that. So try that. Apply it to your own email marketing. Let me know how it goes. If you need advice on your content or your copy, give me a shout. Mark, M-A-R-K, at excellence-expected.com. If you've got any queries or thoughts, we'll cover them on the free coaching session this Friday, excellence-expected.com forward slash free coaching and if you want free books and gadgets excellence-expected.com slash vip and do not forget the more you expect from yourself the more you will excel excel